people came here for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Let's get right to it. As you know, the Stones have resumed their no-filter tour, of course, without the late Charlie Watts. And some suggested the Stones should either postpone this leg of the tour or maybe even quit entirely. More on that in just a second. But for the shows on the resumed tour now, they're starting with the Charlie Watts tribute with just Charlie Watts clips on the big screens and just a steady drum beat, nothing flashy. And Howard Stern asked Mick Jagger about that. Charlie was a heartbeat for the band, you know, and also a very steady personality. You know, he's a very um, reliable person, you know, wasn't a diva, you know, that's the last thing you want in a drummer. <laughs> Look, so uh, Charlie was a very subtle drummer, and he, everyone says it, what Charlie was, loved was jazz. He did love jazz, and, and that gave him the subtlety that perhaps that he wouldn't have had if he hadn't been such a student and, and also played jazz a lot. But, you know, he was a rock drummer as well. You know, he was a, he was a steady rock drummer. He wasn't just a jazz drummer showing off or trying to be too technical. And also, it was very... You know, I miss Charlie because, you know, he had a great sense of humor and, and we, we also were outside of the band. You know, we used to hang out quite a lot and have interesting times going. We, we like sports, we go to football, we go to cricket games and we would have other interests apart from just music. But, you know, of course, I miss Charlie so much, um, you know, being up there playing and, and every time we get together now and rehearse, we always think, oh, yeah, and Charlie would say this. And then, then he would do that. And then he would, I mean, he, was, he was a very quirky guy. And, um, you know, we, we really miss him. But, you know, we did so many shows with him and, and so many tours with him and so many recording sessions. And, you know, strange being without him. But when he was sick, he said, well, you know, you've got to just carry on and do this tour. You know, you don't, don't stop because of me. So, so we did. Some people said, oh, Charlie died. You shouldn't have done the tour and stopped. Now, this is an interview that Mick did with Zane Lowe. Fantastic podcast, by the way. I believe the best interviewer that I'm aware of is Zane Lowe. So Mick said, and other people would think, the thing about the Rolling Stones throughout their career has been their resilience in the face of adversity. And we've had ups and downs, mostly ups, to be honest. But we've had adversity, and this was probably one of the most difficult ones. He said that the band felt they should just carry on, honoring the dates that were postponed from last year because of the pandemic. And while the gigs had a different feeling without Charlie, he feels confident, does Mick Jagger, that they made the right decision. Here's what he said. After doing the first couple of shows, I feel really good about it. I'm glad we're doing it. I know Charlie wanted us to do it, and I think the audience wanted us to do it. They seem to, and of course it's different, and of course in some ways it's kind of sad, but you just go out there and you rock out and you feel better, and it's very cathartic, so I think it's really good. Earlier in that same interview, Mick Jagger recalled Charlie's final studio sessions with the band, saying it would be a challenge to record without him going forward. He said, without Charlie being there, it's going to be very difficult. He said Charlie had laid down material for earlier unfinished pieces intended for their extended edition of Tattoo You. He said, we've got tracks which obviously have Charlie on them, but if we do new things, of course we won't. He said, I did some stuff with him in the studio very recently while we were doing the Tattoo You things. Charlie did some work on just a few fills and stuff like that. And then we started messing around. We did some other things. It's just so weird and then very sad. It's such a long time that you work with someone like that and you get to know someone so well and their quirks and their idiosyncrasies and they know yours. And there's a language in communication with musicians. After all this length of time, you have this ease of communication, so to speak. He says, I miss that so much. Speaking of new old releases, the Stones have released another cover. This, of course, from the Tattoo You Extended Edition. This is a cover of the Shylight song, Trouble's A Comin'. 
Last month, of course, the Stones released Living in the Heart of Love from the same collection of extra tunes. So here's what Troubles Are Coming sounds like. You can take me away from here. Lord, I don't have no fear, yeah. Troubles are coming. Best believe that ain't out. Troubles are coming. More ways than one. Get it together. Stones, by the way recorded that song at the Pathé Marconi Studios near Paris in 1979 during those sessions for the band's Emotional Rescue album. Speaking of new albums, the follow-up to Ozzy's 2020 Ordinary Man album is looking even more star-studded. Ozzy had said last year that Metallica's Rob Trujillo was guesting on the album, Foo Fighters' Taylor Hawkins, and Red Hot Chili Peppers' Chad Smith. Well, he says he's also recruited, check out this list, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton, Tony Iommi, and Zach Wilde for the next studio solo album. That is being produced once again by Andrew Watt, who did Ordinary Man, and who also produced Post Malone's album, which guested Ozzy, created a big hit, and led to Ozzy's Ordinary Man album. So lots of guitar players, legendary on that one. And finally, as you know, David Lee Roth announced his retirement last week, claiming it was his first and only official announcement regarding it. But then, if you look back at one of his videos from 1991, it looks like like 30 years ago, he kind of predicted this. 1991 music video for Roth's A Little Ain't Enough, which was the title track to his third solo album, featured all the usual outrageous scenes that you would expect from a David Lee Roth video. But towards the end, Roth visits a genie with a crystal ball to get a glimpse into the future. And in Roth's vision of the future, he arrives at his sold-out Diamond Dave, The Absolute Final Tour, up there on a big sign in kind of like a spaceship. He's heavier. He's surrounded by press, which is dressed in kind of metallic, futuristic gear. That's so adorable, what they thought it would look like back then. Here's the thing, though. The date across the screen reads October 10th, 2021, which, first of all, is Roth's 67th birthday coming up this weekend. And that falls just nine days after Roth announced his retirement. Kind of woo-woo, kind of spooky. Of course, Dave's final shows will be New Year's Eve in Vegas at the start of a short residency there with just a few more shows in early January before he says he, quote, hangs up his shoes. That is the Classic Rock Files.